Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa www.islamhouse.com Is pleased to present to you this lecture Whosoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put him astray No one can guide him after Allah I testify openly that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah Rabbil Alameen and I testify that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is his messenger and the seal of all the prophets O Muslims, you must know that the best speech is the speech of Almighty Allah which is Al-Quran the best guidance is the course of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam which is his Sunnah the worst of all affairs is innovation in addition to the religion of Islam. Indeed, every addition to the religion of Islam will lead to hellfire. I adjure you as well as myself to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best of your ability. Fear Allah and don't die unless you are Muslims. After this, I greet you all with the greeting of Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May the peace and the blessing of Almighty Allah be with you. In continuation to our series of tafsir, explanation of the last juz of the Quran, inshallah today we have a new surah, which is Surah At-Takasur. Surah At-Takasur is surah number 102. The building up, the filling up, or the emulous desires, desire. Surat At-Takasur. A'udhu billahi s-sameer alim min ash-shaytan ar-rajim. Bismillahi ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Al-Hakumut. تكاثر حتى زرتم المقابر كلا سوف تعلمون ثم كلا سوف تعلمون كلا لو تعلمون علم اليقين لترون الجحيم ثم لترونها عين اليقين ثم لتسألن يومئذ عن النعيم للسورة التكاثر لبيلينغ أب سورة 102 للسورة Surat At-Takathur, the piling up, 
Surah Makkiyya, that means a Meccan Surah, i.e. been revealed to the Prophet Muhammad before his migration to Al-Madinah. It has the characteristic of the Meccan revelation, which you see that the, the verses are short verses, and it deals with the point of belief, or one of the main pillars of belief, which is the day of judgment, the resurrection after death, and things that happening in the day of judgment, like hellfire, and the question in the day of judgment. Surat Al-Takathur is one of the short surahs which exist in the Quran and consists of eight verses. Inshallah, we going to go in discussion of tafsir concerning the surah. First of all, we going to break it down to words. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhaqum At-Takathur Alhaqum Diverts you At-Takathur The Biling Up Start with 
getting busy with the material things which will cause the people to forget about the hereafter. Buying up material things, money, wealth, cars, buildings, name it, which can be a cause of diverting from the main purpose that mankind been created for, which is the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala admonishing a human being here for getting so busy with the material thing and falling in the love of the dunya which caused them to stop or to slow down to strive towards the hereafter. As it came in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi which the meaning is that Lawkan ibn Adam wadim min zahab laktawa wadiyani min zahab laktawa thalithuma If some of Adam have a value for of gold, he will wish for the second. If he have two valleys full with gold, he will wish for the third. Nothing can satisfy son of Adam, only the dirt. So the nature of the human being that he been created for, the love of the dunya, running behind the dunya, even to such a degree, that if Allah bless him with a lot of gold to such a degree that he have as much as a value gold, he will wish for the second. But if he gets the second, he's not going to be content. He will be striving for the, the third. And this is going to be his nature until he be facing death and the only thing will be sufficient and fill son of Adam will be the dirt. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Al-Hakum Al-Ha which means distracting you or divert you at the castle. What is the castle? To multiply things, buying up things, adding more to what you got and keep adding more and more. You want to have a lot and no end to it. To such a degree a person will continue doing this until his death until his death does not mean because he gets older or mature that he's going to stop. This is the nature of a human being. But the more the person comes towards Allah, the more he directs these things towards Allah's pleasure and make it a means and ways to bring him closer to Allah. 
So he's not going to be collecting the money for the love of the money. He will collect it for the sake of Allah to be spent for the pleasure of Allah. Otherwise, a person will continue running behind this dunya, and the more he gets older, the more that he continues doing the same thing until he defaced by the death. And the statement of Zortum means to visit Hatta Zortum al Makabir. That means you continue in this buying up of the material thing which goes to divert you from the remembrance of Allah and what you've been created for until you've been visited or that you went to the grave and use the term visit why? because people when they go to the graves this is not the final stage used there as a visitor and a visitor may stay for an hour he may stay for a month so in different places with different people will visit the visitation it can be longer from one person to the other from one place to the other but as long as the person is a visitor in the final stage he has to go to his home so human being when they go to the grave when they die this only a temporary stage the same way like a human being was in his stomach womb the mother womb this was a temporary stage same way that we be in this life we are in a temporary stage and to some people, when somebody dies and he goes to the grave, this was the final. But Allah says, Zurtum, you visited al Maqabir. So the grave is not your final place. You are there as a visitor and you have to return to Allah. You're going to be revived. You're going to be resurrected. You're going to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So after all these transitions, from the mother womb to the dunya to the grave, when the person goes to the final place, this will happen in what? In the day of judgment. Because in the day of judgment, is the final abode, to hellfire or to jannah. So there's no visitation there, especially after the believers been driven to Jannah and the Kuffar been driven to hellfire and especially after the sinners among the Muslims been clear and cleansed from their sins in hellfire for a temporary time now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring this in a form of a lamb or a sheep or a ram and will be slaughtered and upon the killing of the death itself now a caller will call all people of hellfire life forever all people of Jannah life forever 
Now this will be the final stage. So nobody else coming out or going someplace else. No any more transition. People of fire are going to remain forever. for fire. In fire, people of Jannah will remain forever in Jannah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying the material thing of this life and the building up, the building up of the worldly things has diverted you from what you've been created for. And you continue to be in such behavior until you die, until you visited the grave. But Allah is saying, nay, you shall come to know. Again, you shall come to know. Kalla. Sawfa ta'lamun. Summa kalla. Sawfa ta'lamun. You will come to reality and certainty. You will come to know that this material thing, that you strive for it, and you live for it, and you fell in love in it, with it, is not going to help you. If you know the reality, and you know how serious hellfire, and this knowledge became a a certain knowledge, now you are not going to behave in such manner and that you are not going to make the dunya to be your main goal and your main purpose and what you live in for. The seriousness of hellfire if we get to know the knowledge of it, this will bring us to reality and it's going to make us work for the hereafter and will make us not to live for this material thing and all what we're concerned to add more. Because as the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, had told us, about the seriousness of the hellfire. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us, indeed, you will see it, i.e. hellfire, and he called it al-jaheem. Yatarawanna al-jaheem which is one of the names of fire. As the Prophet ﷺ told us, That hellfire is so huge and so big and so serious that will be dragged 
of a judgment by angels that hellfire have 70,000 ropes or bridle chain to drag it with 70,000 with each bride or with each robe 70,000 angels so to know how many angels going to brought going to bring the hellfire to the place of judgment you multiply 70 times 70 70,000 times 70,000 to know how serious it is and how big it is hellfire And the Prophet ﷺ also had told us about the seriousness of hellfire when he told us, اشتكت النار إلى ربها فقالت يا رب أكل بعضي بعضا فأذن لها بنفسين نفس في الشتاء ونفس في الصيف فأشد ما تجدون في الشتاء من بردها وأشد ما تجدون في الصيف من حرها This hadith which in the collection of the Imam Muslim He telling us That Hellfire had complained to Allah Concerning the heat And the seriousness Of The fire And said oh Allah a portion of mine had destroyed the other. It became so serious, so heated. So too much pressure inside. So Allah had allowed and permit hellfire to breathe. And the Prophet ﷺ, he told us that Allah permitted hellfire to breathe twice. The worst cold that you see during the winter, this is the only the breeze, the breathing of hellfire. The worst is that you feel it during summer, how hot, this only the breeze of hellfire. So if this is the breeze of hellfire, can you imagine hellfire itself, so serious. And also as the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ had told us that the, the least person punishment in hellfire is a person who wearing like a sandal or a shoes which cause his brain to be boiling. And this is the least person in punishment. So if the people come to realize how serious is hellfire they are not going to get so busy with this dunya. And they will utilize this dunya to bring them closer to the akhirah. They are not going to be setting the dunya to be their goal. Always the concern having cars, having buildings, one account after the other, silver credit card, and after this golden credit card, and 
He opens a wallet, he found seven credit cards there. People concerned about buying up things, adding more to more and more more. We're supposed to utilize this dunya in the means that what we need, not to fail in the love of this dunya. And some of the righteous people used to make dua and say, Oh Allah, make the dunya in my hand, but don't make it in my heart. Because when the dunya is in your hand, you can dis dispense of the dunya. You can give it fisabilillah. But when the dunya is in your heart, now you fall in love with the dunya, now there is no room for the love of Allah. And this would be serious, very serious, if the dunya becomes in our heart. So the Prophet ﷺ had warned us a lot in many hadith about the dunya, about this kind of takasur, the boiling up, and adding more and more, not because you need, not for anything except the desire of adding and having more and more. Some people, they multiply their wealth. Some people, they multiply their children, their women. Some people so busy with rides from boats and cars and different rides. And you found all these things in front of their house, in the backyard, and maybe even is not used. They fell into the love of the things spending thousands and thousands of dollars in an antique car only to attend one day of uh, what you call uh, display or a show $80,000 a car only because in the 1920s you go pay all this money he's not even going to ride it he bought it in a tow truck or in a bed, flat bed, to the show place, and drive it five miles an hour, only to display it in front of the people, show them the car that have it. Spending all this money for no just cause. Because these people, this always they care, and this is what we, they know. This is what they about. It's the dunya, nothing else. How to show off, how to show what they got. Not for any other reason. So, if we come to realization of the seriousness of hellfire, This will divert the person of being concerned and in love of the dunya. The certainty, the true knowledge. ثم لا ترونها عين اليقين 
And in that day, when you come to see your fire, it's going to be too late to change. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling us what's going to be happening there. He said, ثُمَّ لَتُسْأَلُنَّ in that day, which is the day of judgment, you will be asked in that day about the delights and the pleasure of this dunya. Verily, you shall see the blazing fire, the blazing fire. And again, you shall see it with certainty of sight. Then, on the day of judgment, in that day, you shall be asked about the na'im the delights, the enjoyments of this life. And some people, they think only when they have a skyscraper or that they have the $50,000 car and things this, this is what you're going to be asked about. It. But we see in the incident with the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam met with Abu Bakr, Siddiq, may Allah be pleased with them, and Umar. And the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam questioned them, "What caused you to come out in that time? Because it's not a time that people usually comes out of their houses. If you know the heat and the sun in Arabia, especially those who want to make Hajj." And after Salat al-Zuhr, how hot it is, usually everybody at home, nobody go outside in that time. But it was so strange for Abu Bakr Siddiq to come out, as well as Umar, and the Prophet sallallahu having to meet them. And the Prophet sallallahu asked them what caused them to come out. So what had happened that Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu an he was hungry, starving, and nothing in his house to eat. And the same thing was Umar radiallahu anhu. But the surprising thing is that this also what had caused the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa also to come out of his house in the same time. So we can see 
these are the best people under the sun, the Prophet Muhammad And after this, Abu Bakr Siddiq and Umar, and they did not even have anything to eat in their houses. To such a degree they came out, they may find something on the ground or somebody maybe you give them something to eat or something. So the Prophet ﷺ told them, وَأَنَا وَالَّذِي نَفْسِي بِيَدِي لَأَخْرَجَنِ الَّذِي أَخْرَجَكُمَ By Allah, the one who holds my soul in his hand, nothing caused me to come out of my house in this hour, except the same thing caused you to come out. Means the Prophet ﷺ, he himself, he didn't have the food to eat. So they went to visit one of the Sahaba from the Ansar. When his wife saw them, she was so happy. The Prophet ﷺ asked her, where is her husband? She told them that he went to get us some water to drink. So you can see even how they live. They did not have running water in their house. They have to go to the well and get some water, underground water, carry it and bring it to the house. So when he came back and he saw the Prophet and Abu Bakr Siddiq and Umar, he was so happy and he went to get some dates and he took one of the sheep and he sacrificed it and he cooked. So here the Prophet ﷺ, after the eight, he said, وَالَّذِي نَفْسِي بِيَدِي لَتُسْأَلُنَّ عَنْ هَذَا النَّعِيمِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ By the one who holds my soul in his hand, in the day of a judgment, you're going to be questioned about this pleasure. Here the Prophet ﷺ talking about some cold water, not even, no ice cubes, nothing at that time. Dates and some meat. And he says that they're going to be questioned about this in the Day of Judgment. Now let's look to our situation and see how many shirts, how many shoes, suits from wall to wall in our houses, when you open your closet, how many pair of pants, how many socks, how many shoes, look in the pantry, look in the freezer, look in the refrigerator. So we have to be prepared for this question is the day of judgment. And we have to understand that this pleasure, the cold water, the shirt, the nice material that we wear, all these things, oil for our hair, grease for our hair, all these things, the life that we live in, that we're going to be questioned about all this pleasure. A person has to understand that you don't have anything from your property, what you ate, what you wear, 
or what you give in charity. What you eat after a few hours, it goes in the toilet. What you wear after a few months or a year or whatever, it has hold and you throw it away, you give it to Salvation Army, whatever, gone. These things doesn't stay. It goes in the toilet or goes someplace in the garbage can. What is remaining is what you give, Isabelillah. What you give in charity. Otherwise, you leave it to somebody else behind you. Allah knows best how you going to use it. If it's your wife or your husband or your son or your daughter, your relatives who inherit this money. Why does person have to think about himself before anybody else? It's good you leave some money for your family, especially if they are Muslims and the people who fear Allah, but you have to think about yourself also. Give in charity, because this is what you're going to find. This is what you're going to find in the day of judgment, waiting on you. Not the food that you eat. You're allowed to eat, you're allowed to drink, you're allowed to dress without wasting. Okay? But you have to understand a person who's eating food or a meal with five dollars and somebody else paying fifty dollars, both of them, after five minutes, the pleasure of the food is gone. All what you need, your stomach is full, now you don't have this pain anymore. You don't have a stomach ache anymore. Your stomach is not talking to you anymore, you see? So, both of you are equal, how much you spend. So you can eat, you can drink, without wasting. But, you have to think about what's going to be there for you in the day of judgment. So if a person thinks about hellfire, and the seriousness of hellfire, this is going to bring them to change of behavior. They're going to start to think about what they're supposed to save for themselves. How they give feasibility and not to be their main concern is the buying up of material things. Adding car to another car to another car and suit after a suit after a suit and a house after a house. As if they are not being created for anything, only for collecting these items and having there. You go in the house as if they have a museum inside the house. This is not what we've been created for. So if we have the true certainty of knowledge about the day of judgment, about the resurrection, about the hellfire, and that we get to know that we're going to be questioned about all the pleasure, now our behavior will be totally different. Again, this was Surah At-Takathur, Surah number 
general meaning the piling up of the worldly things diverts you i.e. diverts you from the purpose that you've been created for until you visit the graves that means you continue doing this until this has came to you it didn't stop your hopes for buying this and buying this and buying this continue doing this until you die nay you shall come to know again nay you shall come to know nay if you knew with a sure knowledge verily you shall see the blazing fire and again you shall see it with certainty of sight then on the day of a judgment you will be asked about the delights of this life A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Ar-Rajim Bismillah Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Al-Hakumut Takasur Hatta Zurtumul Maqabir Kalla Sawfa Ta'lamun ثُمَّ كَلَّا سَوْفَ تَعْلَمُونَ كَلَّا لَوْ تَعْلَمُونَ عِلْمَ الْيَقِينَ لَتَرَوُنَّ الْجَحِيمَ ثُمَّ لَتَرَوُنَّ عين اليقين ثم لتسألن يومئذ عن النعيم إن شاء الله with this we come to conclusion to our class concerning the tafsir of surah al-dakathur and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك نشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك إن شاء الله we go to our memorization class Quran classes جزاك الله خير وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته In conclusion we ask Allah that he brings you benefit through this lecture for more information you may contact us through the following address The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa, P.O. Box 29465, Riyal 11457, Saudi Arabia. Phone 445-4900, also 491-6065, fax 497-0126. If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.